0: testing testing one two three let's let's just let's just go let's just do it it's fine let's just go, let's just go yeah man. so this is hi i mean he's ollie <laughs> i didn't when i said let's go i didn't mean like right away oh for fuck's sake. okay go <laughs> can we get this started with clarifiers
1: (laughs) yeah go go hi i'm ian he's ollie hi we're both guys we're chatting about film it's the guys on film podcast
0: it's the end of the decade as we know it shit have you done research on the entire decade of movies no no we might do that maybe we'll do that next that's the next thing we'll do I don't know if I've got time. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I've just done, yeah, the last 12 months. It's our annual look back of the year. It's our look ahead to a look behind of the previous
1: year. Yeah, Um, that's what it is. Great. Yeah, maybe in January we'll do a look back to the previous 10 years.
0: Maybe. maybe I'll be washing my hair. This is our second stab at... Uh, having a go at recording this because I was actually down in, in your, uh, locale, in your house, in fact, in, in your middle room Too
1: at local. your
0: table, ready to record. And, um, yeah. you got like these mad sniffles which rendered the recording impossible
1: yeah no what you're calling the sniffles uh, ended up being a two-day cold what? well one day really it was it was
0: better by the evening of the following day okay so uh, is it was it a cold or was it allergies because you did a, initially it, try and blame me i tried to finger the blame on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, your first your first thing was to uh, to blame me for your illness <laughs> um I was putting it. one and one together and coming
1: out with 12. Okay. Or or putting one and one together and coming out with five cats as the solution. And what, and what makes uh, you
0: think that it was um, a
1: cold? Well, because all the rest of it just kept going for a day and then I got a cough. And yeah, all the, all the rest of what you'd expect with a cold.
0: All the, uh, the classic
1: signs of a, a cold. Yeah, despite the fact you were lousy with cat hair, it didn't really... It didn't constitute enough to make me have allergies. Yeah. Anyway, uh this time round I'm healthy. What about okay. you?
0: Um I'm pretty healthy. I had, I had No, I wasn't a- I wasn't
1: asking you, I was asking the listeners. <laughs> okay, fine. Um so what else have we got coming up? Are you healthy, Ollie? Yeah, at the moment. Okay. We'll we'll get into uh how we're actually doing in life scores, right? Sure. It's been such a long time since we've done this, some people might not know
0: the drill anymore. Okay.
1: What's coming um, up?
0: So I've got a SEGI-1, and you don't actually know what this SEGI-1 is. Uh-oh. So this Correct. this um, SEGI-1 is called None, Mild, Moderate, or Severe. Okay. Have you got any idea what that might be? <laughs> you do, too. <laughs> you, you're close. Um... It's uh, profanity in the films okay. of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and in fact, this, so this is this is quite strange. So my daughter, who's fourteen, refers to him as Dwayne Johnson. She's never once called him the Rock. Oh. Pff, millennials! So do you know what I mean? What 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 it is is why I'm mentioning it is because she was born at at a date where you know, she's completely skipped knowing him as The Rock. (laughs) Okay, boomer. Yeah, because in in films now, he's, you know, he's not... They don't have to bill him as The Rock. When I'm walking tall, I'm fairly certain that they weren't just going to let him be called Dwayne Johnson, right? I think um, Vince McMahon got an executive producer...
1: um, credit in that because of his involvement in bartering and like being the agent in the deal so yeah I, it probably was part of it but nowadays he's just dwayne Johnson he does some films still list him with the alias in there but anyway
0: it's all you know water under the bridge um yeah. so yeah and then we're,
1: we're doing our. <laughs> you could sense that i was getting on to none of this matters
0: <laughs> yeah, talk about Bill.
1: It's the guys on Bill.
0: Okay, let's get on with Seggy 1. We're already in it. That's the beauty of, of, of this sort of seamless transition. We are already in Seggy 1. Um, so I this wish you'd go called, along with it. <laughs> so this one's called None, Mild, Moderate or Severe. So I'm going to give you the, the title of a popular or not-so-popular Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, film, and you're going to tell me whether you think uh, on IMDB, in the parent's guide, this has been listed as none, mild, moderate, or severe on the profanity ometer. How do you feel about that? Good. Okay? Yeah, I feel good. Okay, so we're going to go jumper jump, uh, one year back, and we're going to go to Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Jumanji? None, Mild, Moderate or Severe? Mm. I have to press you for an answer, it shouldn't be this hard. Mild? Correct! Um, in Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, um, I'm going to give you the breakdown. We've got one use of bitch, which I, I don't like that word because it's it seems to be the one that, that just people throw out there and use. It's used in a throwaway to, in, in a throw uh, in, in a throwaway way, a throw, really a throwaway way and I, you know, and, it, and, I, and, I, and I don't like it. Ian. Uh, minor profanities only, including shit, ass, and damn, which are used infrequently. One use of penises—I can't remember that. Punch them in the penises. No, is <sighs> that you're a bunch of penises? Not sure. I can't uh, remember. It's quite come. a while since
1: I've watched that. Yeah.
0: Um, so we've got hell ass, badass jackass uh, are choice expressions used in this film and quite frequently more than one use of Jesus and several uses of God and oh my god by the end uh, of this
1: segment what will the rating of this podcast be?
0: well it's going to have I think probably severe I'd like to keep it to none but we've already failed that so let's try for mild (laughs) and see where we go Um, Will
1: you be bleeping every one of these?
0: No. I will not. Uh, Moana.
1: What a dick. Sorry, carry on.
0: So, Moana. Moana.
1: Yeah. None. None.
0: Oh, correct. Um, But in one scene, Maui says, screwed up, while talking to Moana. One incomplete use of son of a bitch. So, it's incomplete. Incomplete. Okay. So... How'd you feel about it's, that? Um, screwed up. Yeah, you've really screwed up. I mean, if a child <laughs> said that, how would you feel?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know if I don't know if it'd be the language. It would more be like the sort of the. the Ian, you've really bread screwed up, up with on.
0: that pick and mix.
1: <laughs> um. Well, I'm the one paying for it, you little shit. Um, <laughs> Your penises. Um, no, I don't know what's screwed up though in that term. What's, what's the etymology of that? Is screwing get anything to do with having sex, or is um, it just oh, having it a be. screw loose? No, well, um, I think
0: I think it's probably like imagine if you've like started drawing a picture and then you've got it wrong, so you've got to screw that bit of paper up. But that's.
1: Oh, maybe, yeah. Hmm.
0: So anyway, the next one I've got here, Mummy Return, which is obviously The Mummy Returns.
1: The Mummy Return.
0: Um... Uh, Is this... So bear in mind, it's, you know, it's a a teen horror. Is it non, mild, moderate or severe? The Mummy Returns. It's definitely more than none. It is more than none. Um... Is it higher or
1: lower than mild or
0: severe? I can't tell you. you this, oh. this is. I can't give you any hints.
1: Um. And you're mild. really
0: screwing this one up.
1: <laughs> I have a feeling that it, uh, you were trying to lead me towards going higher on this. Um, <laughs> But it could be mild because it's still like a big family summer movie. I'm going to go higher than mild, though. I'm going to go moderate. Ah, Ian,
0: it's mild. Oh fuck! The word "bastard" um, is said but interrupted. Do you reckon we could do that now? Bast, bastard. Uh, No, no. Uh, The word, the word "arse" is said. Arse. Yeah, and some not religious ass, ours. no ours, yeah. But Arse. There's, a bit, there's quite a bit set in London, isn't there? Yeah, John Hanna? Yeah, there's a bit set in London, isn't there? And some religious profanities, but they're not listed. So okay, I actually called out
1: what you were trying to do to me in terms of leading me, and then but, I still
0: fell for it. So yeah,
1: <laughs> so that's one to me. So that's one for me to think about on on a longer term. Sort of trajectory.
0: Okay, moving on. We've got because uh, we've got a few to go. We've oh, got fuck. we've got uh, Doom, the video game adaptation of the uh, popular Twitch-based FPS.
1: Twitch-based, fucking hell. Yeah, well it is. I, You've got to
0: twitch that mouse in the right direction to shoot I know. the demons. it's just
1: it's just like is that not a relatively
0: recent turn of phrase? Like a twitch shooter. I think it perfectly describes a certain type of shooter, you know. Rather than your your more measured, uh, you know, tactical shooters, Doom and Quake and stuff are all about, you know, twitch shooting. So I'm Ian. I'm fine with it. Oliver, just on a very quick side note, um,
1: I don't like that term. But what I did realise was that. um, i did realize there was a an example of that on a recent uh testing thing i was doing when i was in germany and apparently the alternate term for it is nervous in the german language it's a nervous shooter okay well i mean i guess that's the same same sort of thing but anyway doom doom it's got dexter fletcher none mild moderate or severe none mild moderate or severe It seems like... Well, the game is more X-rated, right? Or R-rated or whatever, right? I don't think the movie was all that
0: bad. Moderate? You're wrong. Um, It's severe. There's... Can you watch your language? There's 25 F-words and its derivatives. Two sexual references. One implies paedophilia. 37 scatological terms. Three anatomical terms. Seventeen mild obscenities, uh, one derogatory term for the physically challenged, nine religious profanities, and twelve religious exclamations and partridge in a pear tree.
1: Uh, these are all very nice to know, but I'd, I'd rather know the details in a list rather than. Well, the I can't We're like, reliant. Planet.
0: You know how IMDb works, and at the moment, you you've. You know, you're 2 0, two, or, or 2 2, 2 all. What? 2 to me, 2 to the game, 2 to you.
1: <laughs> the game. <laughs> Got in the end. Okay. Um, okay, fine.
0: Moving on. The game plan.
1: Is that. What's that? I forget. It's that. like
0: a football coach to. like Oh, a, a yeah. Little, yeah. A little league. I didn't see this one. I'm going to go for mild correct, mild, uh, oh my goodness, um, oh my god, twice, one mild anatomical term, and they're put in brackets, but, so I don't know why they didn't just, you know, say but, but. but anyway, and there's some name calling in it, uh, stupid, mean, and idiot. If you were to be called stupid, mean, or idiot, which yeah. one would you prefer to be called? Mean. If someone really meant it as well. Like, um, they're, they're um, angry with you, and they go, stupid, or mean, or idiot. Which one would you prefer? Which one would hurt the least?
1: Probably mean, actually. Yeah,
0: because you can probably change that, can't you?
1: What do you mean, change it?
0: Well, you can change your ways.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, like, you can't teach stupid.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, uh, moving on. The Tooth Fairy. Mild? You're not going for none?
1: Tooth Fairy? You still no, be? it's Disney. Mm-hmm. No, no, what, I mean,
0: yes. look, but you're, you're correct. It is mild, but I'm just surprised you didn't go for none. But it is correct. Um, with And it's got such words like, dang fool. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> Hell. And Derek says, oh, bullshit. But the shit part is cut off. Story of his okay. life. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Why were you surprised that I got that one right? Um, well, you know, purely because you had that backtrack where you were like, oh, it's Disney. No, I think, I think, uh, that one's,
1: I guess, I think I would imagine the Nanny was also mild as well. Got a slight edge to it. Yeah. Minor Disney based edge.
0: It would make it onto Disney Plus. Something for the dads, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on, we got we got two more left. Uh, Rampage, the uh, uh, and the other video game adaptation that he's done. Moderate. Correct, moderate. Um, but it does actually say here in the description: extremely strong language, especially for a PG thirteen. Uh, George the gorilla performs crude hand gestures, middle finger, uh, and and he does that twice as jokes. Many uses of ass, bitch, bullshit, go to hell, sh- uh, shit on its own, uh, damn asshole, goddamn bastard, and an incomplete motherfucker. An
1: incomplete motherfucker.
0: No, like it's cut off. <laughs> oh, I see. Just like all of his films. So I think what we're learning from this is um, that Dwayne when has go- learn
1: from the book of. Bruce Willis in Die Hard 4 where Yippee-Ki-Yay mother cut.
0: shoot the gun. Yep. Is the way to go. Right, uh, yeah. And and one and the final one Hobbs and Shaw this year's uh, Fast and the Furious spin-off.
1: I would say moderate to severe. It's not a stake. Severe?
0: Moderate. Damn it. That is one of the words they use uh, as well as shit, ass, asshole, dick and uh, all of their various forms are used. Three uses of fuck. Uh, one use of fucking by both Hobbs and Shaw simultaneously where they say no fucking way at the same time. Can you
1: bleep this entire section? It'll be hilarious.
0: One gag involving the name Mike Op- Mike Oxmall. Oh, it sounds like my cock's small, um, and the use of the word anus in the form of a funny name, Hugh Janus.
1: Wow, great Hugh Janus! Sounds like a hoot.
0: It does. It, it really does. Um, fantastic. What well, it's a fantastic what Hollywood can do these days. Uh, Ian, I think you did really well. I think you just scraped him with a win there. <laughs>
1: We'll leave the listeners to do the maths. You mother Live score.
0: How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of ten. Live score. Probably like a a four. Live scores. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Okay, Ian, how are you? Fine, how are you? What, did, you, did you? I just took a swig of tea then.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, so I'm. Good. Shall I go for my life score first? Are Yeah, please. That's what
0: I asked you first.
1: Um, so I think everything's gravy. <laughs> That's not the catchphrase.
0: <laughs>
1: what do you mean, the catchphrase?
0: Well, that for for the um, sugary cereal. they're gravy. It's not it. I said, I think they everything's gravy. <laughs> Still not the catchphrase. T- <laughs>
1: Tony the Tiger doesn't say, I think they're great. He oh, doesn't it does.
0: endorse gravy. Uh, so how are you?
1: <laughs> ah, Bisto. <laughs> um, I'm good, actually. I, I was thinking, is this to cover all the time intervening since our last podcast, I or think is it just right now, today? Just right I now. Think it's, I think it's right now, today. Yeah. Um, so... What's going on? Well, um, I'm officially going to get a dog. Wow.
0: Oh yeah, I heard about this. You, you told me.
1: I've I've become a pet man, Ollie. When are you getting the dog?
0: And tell um, me the breed.
1: I'm going to get the dog uh, at Christmas and for Christmas.
0: Ah, oh, so does that mean it's not going to even last a week before you're bored of it?
1: Pff, don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, no, we're going to get the dog in two weeks' time. Okay. Um, it's going to be uh, Dashened. Okay. Or be, will Sausage it be, Dog.
0: Ian, will it be Dashened through the snow?
1: It m- might very well be, although it's not going to come to Scotland with me because that's a little bit far for now.
0: I think but the dog would be fine to go to Scotland.
1: <clears throat> Listen, Ollie, it's for the best.
0: I mean tell me what tell me why you're not gonna take your dog to Scotland. Um
1: it's just gonna be a little bit on the young side to do a nine hour trip. Um it is gonna to go to the Midlands though. Um which is like a sort of two hour trip, which is a little bit easier when they're doing like peas and stuff.
0: Okay.
1: Um once it's a little bit older, we'll do a Scotland
0: trip. Take it to Scotland. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. That's that's the plan. Um, but yeah pretty excited about that have
0: you chosen um, a name yet
1: Ollie guess what's in contention for the top names
0: Dave mm, no Lemmy maybe and The Rock
1: <laughs> shit Dwayne hasn't come into our list yet perfect
0: Dwayne's such a good name for a dog
1: adding to the list no um so the current top contenders are um Arnold. Uh-huh. How do you feel about that? Obvious choice. Too obvious?
0: I or mean it's it okay because I suppose a Dashund is is maybe, you know, you could imagine it's Austrian.
1: Also, um when I was reading the book that we've got on the breed... The Hmm. description from like a um, show dog point of view is that the front of the body should be muscular and taut.
0: (laughs) What about (laughs) Jean-Claude? Just call it... Give it it, like a double, double barreler.
1: Jean-Claude, yeah, that's now on the list as well. Okay. Um,
0: Dolph? Is Dolph on the list?
1: No. (laughs) Lundy. Lundy. Yeah. Sylvester? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. God the list is just increasing as we go here and um, no the top ones i think really are are like arnold douglas um i really like the idea of having a very bland human name like steven Same. or darren
0: yeah um, <laughs> i hope our friend darren's not listening darren sorry
1: darren dog is not quite right though as, as far as my other half's concerned so um yeah, yeah so it's probably going to be something like Arnold so it can be abbreviated to Arnie
0: yeah because you've um, got to have an E at the end of a dog's name so when you call it it, it knows Jean Claude Van Damme for example, <laughs> exactly, Great example.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so other than that not an awful lot going on um, the company have got a, a screening of Star Wars in our, in our sites on the 19th I think we're going to go and see it so it's all about booked that up um, shall we talk about that at the end yeah. shall we talk about our because our, sure. we're going to go through everything we've seen so far in 2019 and then like I think doing a tiny bit on what's left that might just like kind of change everything before the end of the year
0: yeah. Okay, let's yeah. do that
1: um, so that's kind <clears> of it, I did a little trip to meet the dog at the weekend and that was nice, did um, you like it
0: and did it like you
1: yeah, it came over to me and sat under me and then, like, kind of... Coward. Was...
0: Wet itself.
1: No. Sat underneath the chair that I was at and then um, just um, was quite comfortable being picked up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, the dog's um, mother was running around. <laughs> Stay away from my child! No, was just you. really interested in <laughs> More interested in just getting like good pats on the belly and stuff. Ah, uh, okay, which is which is cool. The the mother was happy.
0: Or how, but does uh, should the I say know bitch? that you're taking its child away? By the way, when I just said
1: bitch, it wasn't throwaway;
0: it was descriptive. I know. Um, but how does the mother feel about you taking its child away?
1: Take my child away. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. Oliver. Um, some of the litter are actually staying with the um, breeders, I think. A okay. couple of them. Um, the, the reason I brought the mum dog up was just because, just very nipply body at the moment. Just thought I'd paint that visual. How's that?
0: Uh, I mean, you know, natural. Oliver, how's your life? It's pretty good, um, Ian. So. I put a floor down this weekend like a wooden laminate floor. Wow. Um I did it it's all quite like really good. But floor. listen, you know the little edging around the, you know, you can get these little sort of edges that go along the skirting board cover up the gaps. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't figure it out. Can't figure out how to put them down. I can't figure out how to cut the angles. I'm going to have to get a man in to do it. I could lay the whole floor by myself with, with nothing but just music and a jigsaw. Um, it's,
1: almost, it's almost like you anticipated this coming up before you started making all your Instagram stories of how things could go wrong.
0: But with I thought, oh, you know what? consequences. Yeah, but the thing is, right, all the YouTube videos that I've watched, they're just like, okay, they go into lots of detail about how to you know, measure and cut and you've got to stagger everything, you've got to have an expansion gap. Uh, you know, you've got to do all these bits and bobs, and then they're just like, and then just put the beading around the edges, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, and this, and and now the rest of it is just plain sailing. And it's just like, how? I don't get how it. So I'm you, gonna have to get someone else to do it.
1: Have you searched how to put floor beading down rather than uh, just flooring down?
0: I have, and and they they, you know, you've got to cut it at like a 45 degree angle. Um. And then just kind of push them together. But it, I, I just, it's a puzzle that I can't work out. So I'm going to have to, I'm just, sometimes in life, you just have to say, I can't do this. I've got to get a man in. So just call a man. a man and be done with it. Uh, so that's me. So, oh, pretty good. Um, and you know what, you've so definitely what, got, Ollie? An expansion gap. I've got an expansion gap. That is, that is what I've got. And it's a good one as well. Um, I've got down here asking about the wrestling but we spoke about that in depth and actually um, it wasn't that interesting um, I, forget I mean it was interesting wrestling. to me but I don't think it was let me rephrase that it, it was interesting to talk about it with you but it's such a serious subject that it's not interesting for the podcast so I've got another question for you <laughs>
1: Okay, just explain to a listener what that means because I barely I know no. what part of the wrestling you were talking about
0: well you've anymore. been tweeting primarily about AEW ah. wrestling um, ah, yeah. and you went into detail explaining it. it, sounds great fine, I'm a fan of that, I understand why you like it I understand why you tweet about it um but like I say there wasn't many laughs during that conversation um not as many as i expected there to be so i've got another question for you <laughs> may i may i ask you the uh other question
1: yeah i just thought um before getting on to that you should explain the part that other people wouldn't have known about but yes let's let's go
0: uh, have you ever worn a hooded top like a hoodie at work in a professional work environment
1: yes why
0: have you ever um, put the hood up, deployed the hood in a professional work environment mm. and walked around with your hood up.
1: Not for any prolonged period of time, maybe for about five seconds and then like sort of pulled it back. Is that away.
0: like when you're about to go and you're just out the door, but you've never actively like walked around the corridors or sat at your desk or gone to the
1: urinal? Sometimes you sometimes you lift it up so that you can put your jacket on over the top of the hoodie without getting the hood caught.
0: Do you know what I mean? Okay. So what's your if you got have you got an opinion on people who would deploy their hoodie for prolonged periods of the day in a professional environment? Hoodie deployed. Um,
1: yeah, I'd ask them to go home. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I'd ask them to go home, and if they asked why... change. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a um, HR um, citation waiting to happen. Okay. Uh, Yes, Ian, um, I think uh, I would like to talk to you about uh, you asking an employee to go home and get changed.
0: Um, Uh, They
1: could have just undeployed their hood.
0: (laughs) Yeah. no, I, I don't. Does know it annoy? What you? Really I mean, do. does it annoy you? Is it a gripe of yours? If oh, like, you saw been, it,
1: what what would you think? We've been dancing around this point for almost three minutes now. What do you think about it, and like why it. are you bringing it up? Don't like it. Okay, it feels like you got more on your mind about. I this haven't. Thing.
0: No, no. I've just I've just seen it a few times um, in various professional environments, um, and I'm I'm just not a fan. Do you think the people that do this think it makes them cool? I don't know. Like, I went into the Forbidden Planet um, comic book emporium, and there was a guy in there, and he had his hood up, like stacking the shelves and doing stuff. And I just thought, I don't want to, I I can't approach you. You don't even
1: work there, but you know, you walk over and say, Sorry, mate, I'm going to have to send you home. Yeah.
0: Yeah, also, so uh, just before
1: that... you go, any chance of getting me a two foot terminator figure,
0: please. <laughs> yeah. Um, it really. I just, you, Ollie? I'm just not I'm just not keen. I think you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't have a hood up in the workplace.
1: Forbidden planet, as you call it forbidden clothing. <laughs>
0: because the hair's covered Uh, but yeah yeah, Ian I'm fine Uh, I think I'm like in a solid 8 out of 10 at the moment great I I would say I'm an 8.5 because of the dog just to be 0.5 better than you you are getting a new dog so you can have it Uh, should we move on to the deep dive correct yes we should let's do it Oh, it. It. I think I'll check that. The way that I've done this deep dive um, is that I've I've chosen some films. I've got um, yeah, meh, and no. Yeah, being okay. films that I liked. Three of them. Meh, being ones that you know, meh. They're alright. They're okay. Indifferent towards. Indifferent, but not not bad, but just you know, you're not going to get me watching them again or requesting a sequel. No, as in no, I don't. I don't like it. Okay. Um,
1: I can I can conform to that structure. I can make that work. I have a list that was top three, bottom three, haven't seen. Um. So yeah, let's just do that. My first, uh, what are we calling them? Yeah, meh. Uh, yes. Na- no. Yeah, yeah, meh and no. My yeah. first yeah is El Camino, a Breaking
0: Bad movie. Okay, interesting choice. I think we, we spoke about this one, but briefly tell me why. Shall I give you an official synopsis? Yeah, if you want, yeah.
1: A sequel of sorts to Breaking Bad following Jesse Pinkman after the events captured in the finale of Breaking Bad. Jesse is now on the run as a massive police manhunt for him is in operation.
0: And tell tell me about it, because I mean, I I quite liked it as well, and, you know, I've put it on thinking, I've heard a few, like, people go in, ah, it's a bit pointless, but, you know, I ended up really liking it anyway. Wow. Uh, Sorry, Mandy's just come come in the room, she's trying to be quiet, but she's Oh, Mandy. Mandy watched El Camino as well. What are her thoughts? What are your thoughts? (sighs) No, you didn't think that. It was okay, but... Okay, confirmed. It was okay, but she wouldn't watch it again. Okay. So there you go. Uh, So what did you? What was your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts, and
1: now my full thoughts, are just basically that I enjoyed it. I I always thought Breaking Bad ranked up there with my top television shows. Okay. Um, obviously it's been quite a long time since it was on television or otherwise, illegal streams <laughs> I don't think that diminished it I did have to go back prior to watching the film and watch the last couple of episodes of the last series just to kind of warm myself up why didn't
0: you up. just watch like um, a YouTube recap
1: I'm more dedicated than that and obviously a lot have of time. a surplus of time on my hands <laughs> Um, well, here's another a, another great example of my bad time management. When I watched the original Breaking Bad, I would watch each series almost in full in a week and then wait a year. And then when the new one would come out, I'd rewatch the previous series right before the new one because I'd forgotten what had happened in it. I then <laughs> did this for every series that came out. But with every new series that came out, I had more previous series to watch to catch up life's hard Um, I enjoyed it I thought um, what it did with the story to kind of close it off was great I think uh, there will be people the same sort of people who are um, still debating the Sopranos ending right now who will kind of say oh you know it would have been better to just leave it and not complete it and kind of leave it as a sort of unknown exactly what happened afterwards but I kind of um, I I think they did a very good job at taking it in places that fans would have liked it to go and um, I think this has got enough stuff for super fanboys of um, Breaking Bad to get into Um, I think you kind of see a nice trajectory for the Jesse Pinkman character and you see enough of Walt and also finally we spoke about this in person but there's some nice um, there's like a sort of Increased complexity added to the time lapse stuff that they used to do most episodes. So, yeah, used to be that you'd get these sort of long shots of, or actually pretty quick shots, 10 15 seconds, but they would be filmed over a long period of time and time lapse while the camera moves around a petrol station, for example. So, you see like the colors of night and day change. Those were always like quite atmospheric and cool. In this, they do the same sort of thing, but <clears throat> from above this sort of five-room layout of a building as Jesse kind of strips it apart, trying to find some hidden money. Like a a sort of 2D
0: shooter. Yeah.
1: Um, And I thought that was a cool shot for kind of increasing the stakes on a time-lapse. So good
0: stuff, Vince Gilligan, plus cinematographers.
1: Okay. Um, Uh, Shall
0: I move on to mine now? Because we've we've only got like... uh, Five seconds left. Well, five minutes left in the positive zone. Okay so I'm going to quickly move. the year area. So two of my favorite films of the year were were actually uh children's films. Wow. And Girl you're going to sigh you're going to sigh heavily, but for some reason uh I really connected with Aladdin, the Will Smith one. And I mean, I know it's cheesy and I know it's terrible and it and it gets a lot of abuse uh online. But you know what? I like it. I think it's I think it's good. It's colorful. You know, it's got good vibes. I like the vibe of it all. I just like it.
1: I'm not sure what I can add because I've only really seen the abuse that it's had online.
0: And um, so the other one is uh, Detective Pikachu. Uh, so I went to see meh. this with with, yeah, it's got him in it. yep you've been waiting to do that for weeks, <laughs> months. Um, so it's yeah months. So yeah, that we went to see that one with the whole family and and friends and uh. Yeah, we all really enjoyed it. It was, I mean, it was a bit, it's a bit daft, um, but it it was, it was really, it was really good. Um, And actually, Mir, that guy, Ryan Reynolds, he actually, you know, had a good, a good bit in it as well. It was very heartwarming.
1: Okay. Did he defy your expectations?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, it's a bit of a spoiler, but I didn't expect him to be physically in it. And he was. (laughs) His, okay. his his he was in it as an actor as well as the voice of Pikachu, in a in a nice way. And it was it was look feel good. Not all films have to be um, feel bad, depressing, and feel bad. That's what I keep telling you. Um, and two of my favourite films this year were feel good films. The feel bad movie of Oscar season. So uh, quickly plough through your other yeses. <laughs> we've got, oh, we got, we got three minutes. We've got three. got three minutes. That was two minutes to get through two, and you got Okay, well, very,
1: very quickly. Then um, I've watched um, the Joker very recently, and I liked it. Um, I'm Same. No, the... that's that's
0: my that's my third. Yes, so I think we're um, saving I'm in the, time.
1: I'm in the camp of I enjoyed that. Um, I know there are a lot of people who have issues with um, the glorification of sort of far-right, kill-people-to-get-your-way sort of extremism sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my only gripe with it is I felt, kind of contrary to um, the red-letter media um, reviews of it, I kind of felt like it felt interesting up until the point where it became too comic book. Um I don't know if you've read um, much Frank Miller Batman stuff, but there's like day none. one and, st- sorry, none, I've read zero. Okay, well, there's a few different uh, comics that he's written where there's lots of like on TV stuff. So there's like the like news presenters and stuff like that. Um, so the media plays a big part in the telling of the story, and I think the final scenes. Spoiler alert. Kind of match up quite closely to the world that is painted in those books, in those graphic novels, um, literally painted. But compared to the rest of the film, it was like a sudden, unrealistic moment that was a little bit over
0: the top and Do you more think like I, I, I a- was genuinely taken aback, wow. and there was, and I think that's the one thing that I took from it. It was, it was quite a, a sort of arty film in many ways, but it. For me, I haven't seen a film in a long time that, you know, I thought gen- genuinely sort of made me feel uncomfortable, and it and it genuinely made me feel uncomfortable at least three or four times.
1: <laughs> discomfort meter off the Richter.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the
1: the discomfort at the start, and well, not the start. I would say in the first two acts is I think it's great character building sort of stuff. Um, I think, yeah, at the end, there are just too many things in the sort of final set piece where reality would have struck. And like, I guess, here's my thing. It's it's a similar sort of gripe that people had with the more recent Star Wars film, where
0: people start going,
1: uh, in sci-fi, that just doesn't make sense.
0: Well, that's what you were um, like. Yeah, I know. Um, but the problem Trying is, to deflect that off to generic
1: people. No, I know. Well, you can go back and have a listen to that if you like. But the. Um, mm. oh, no, don't. But the problem is when you put it all in the same movie, where there's like lots of realism and grittiness for like almost two hours, and then in the last section, like realism is kind of lifted because reasons, it makes it hard to keep, kind of keep the. Um, what's the word? When you. Um, oh,
0: fuck. <laughs> if that's not the word. No, not all fuck. The worst thing about it is that it's connected to some kind of comic book universe. Because I can't, I really just can't envisage a world where you've got his character as he is. And then you've got a guy flying around in a bat wing and throwing a batarang at someone with bat spray. And and it it, it kind of doesn't. Feel like it's in the same universe, and and it's supposed to be like a, an origin thing, and I can't imagine like the moment the batarangs start flying around and you know you've all, all that kind of stuff. I, I just don't I don't think you could believe it anymore. It would de- detract from it. Um, so I think my my main gripe with it is that it was set in that universe, and it would have been better as uh, not him. But, there are you know, loads hey, of there are loads hey. of
1: films like that though that nobody goes to see that are like that. That's True, like it, by its very nature, it couldn't really exist without being attached to it. Like it wouldn't have made the crazy money that it made. I think it's I think it's struck just the right balance though from a business point of view because they've they've got the sort of smart nerds interested. And then they've actually been able to deliver something that didn't disappoint for a DC film. That's really good because they've made they've made a uh, pretty they've penny. They made a lot of money from getting people through the door on the basis of sort of Batman um, comics and knowledge of the IP and stuff like that. And then it actually delivered as well. Got loads of glowing reviews. So okay, and have you got
0: right. have you got a final positive? One? Um
1: no we can kind of skip on let's just move on i think
0: we'll and, on. and this these are like the mid the middle in the middle ground yeah um so i i've got um the terminator film the dark fate okay have you seen it i have not i like i i didn't hate it but also i didn't like it um it okay. was it was uh, a real meh film um, I mean without I don't want to spoil it for you uh, but is it, it, it is just it's just the, it's completely pointless and I've wow. read I've read a lot about uh, James Cameron being being a right shit <laughs> just being being, right being horrible just like you know believing in his own ideas all the time not listening to anyone
1: okay Sometimes listening to other people is a problem, though.
0: (laughs) So I've got some reviews. Um, I'm just going to read a couple out to you. Um, So this one just says, we did this, three out of ten. We, when we watch it, when we pay a ticket, we encourage these people to keep throwing garbage at us. We (sighs) need to stop. And I feel that you've made a stand by not paying for a ticket.
1: I thought about it just as you were talking there and I was I, I thought back to when Genesis came out and I was like, let's go day one! And <laughs> I think the reason I've still not seen it and it's probably out of most of the cinemas by now um, is just probably on the basis of the Genesis problem. It wasn't great. It was the third of the Terminator films that wasn't great in a row. Um... I strangely enough kind of think Salvation stands out amongst the things after two, as one that was all right. I would rewatch Salvation occasionally. Okay, um,
0: but the rest are all garbage. Uh, and I've just got one one final review, and it's pretty scathing. So, you know, brace yourself. Uh, this movie is a crime. So <laughs> this person wants the uh, creators to, you know, do some serious time. Uh, This Terminator film is so bad that it's like being psychologically tortured. I wanted this movie to end immediately. It got some off the worst acting and hilariously bad script I have ever listened to. A three-year-old could have made better lines than this diarrhea. This needs to stop. These Terminator movies are only made to make a book. Arnold and Hamilton only cares about money. It saddens me that big Hollywood stars just chose his money over quality and just pisses over their own legacy. F. Dark Fate. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I quite liked um, the use of um, Arnie's first name and Linda Hamilton's second. That was a real <laughs> bonus in yeah. that review. Yeah. Is um,
0: it, I mean it's not very <laughs> consistent is it really? For uh, those so, that have
1: not got any idea about Terminator Dark Fate, the official synopsis was... The official synopsis! An augmented human and Sarah Connor must stop an advanced liquid Terminator from hunting down a young girl whose fate is critical to the human race.
0: Seem familiar? Yeah,
1: it, it gets okay. worse than
0: that. Uh, uh, Ian, give me a, one of your meh. One of my meh was... Um,
1: I didn't have great expectations because I didn't even know it was coming out until very late on but there was a movie called memory the story of aliens okay now I went to the cinema to see this at Prince Charles cinema and I thought it was uh, th- the way it was advertised was going to be like a whole story that you didn't realize was part of the development of alien and actually it wasn't <laughs> They'd put some weird like, film of their own together at the start of it that sort of vaguely resided in a sort of gigoresque universe. Um, but that lasted all of like 10 minutes. And then after that, it was like a rehash of a documentary that really has all been covered mostly in the uh, special features of the DVDs that many people have
0: already. So, so you, went, it was you went all to the right. cinema to see a DVD extra?
1: It's not literally the same footage, and it's lots of different people giving their insights and stuff, but there was not an awful lot of new stuff. So that's why it's a meh. Like, it was worth the ticket price. I'm glad I went to see it, but there's no reason to look at it again.
0: The description, even your description of it, Ian, was pretty meh. I mean... Do you A want of... the
1: official synopsis just no. so that people know exactly what I'm Sorry, talking about?
0: Sorry, I got about. something in my throat and I don't think it's an alien. Can I just cough it out? <laughs> I think it might have gone. Uh, no, I... I don't, let's not have the official synopsis. Okay. Yeah, don't want it. What's your first meh? Now, I'm not doing this to be controversial because I go. had really high hopes. I liked the trailers, I liked the guy's previous film. I had a real meh time with the film Us. What? Official okay. Sy- official synopsis. Um, the official synopsis. A family's serene beach vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and begin to terrorise them. I, I, you know, I went in excited because Get Out, I think if you go back to uh, one of our previous year roundups, it was one of my favourite films, if not my favourite film of the year. So, you know... I went in with, with high hopes. But what was it I didn't like about it? I think it was just everything was symbolism. Like the whole film was just forcing so much symbolism all the time that it was like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. It's, it's not, it's not that, that good a symbolism. It's obvious. Like symbolism, I think is good. When you sort of have to search for it, or if, or if, like, you kind of go, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was that, or, but when it's so plainly obvious that it fills the center of the frame, it's not symbolism anymore. It's just, it's just hitting you over the head with, with more mechanics and, you know, and hitting something home. And I just got really irritated with that and and how silly the story was and how improbable it was i know get out was also really improbable but it felt it the world sort of felt a little a little bit more realistic and a little bit more horror it wasn't so much of a stretch of the imagination if if you can excuse the pun um but us it required a massive leap to think that all these people could live underground and be doppelgangers for the people above and you'd have enough space to do all this. And A leap that you were just not willing to make. And just, yeah, just frustrating use of symbolism that that just wouldn't allow the story to be told, I think. When subtext becomes context. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it looked nice and there was some good bits, but Overall, I I left, I left deflated because I wanted to go straight on Twitter and say, I really like that film. Uh, But someone who who didn't, who didn't like it, and this is like a one star review on on, uh, IMDb, and it says, please, I'm begging you, do not waste two hours and six to ten dollars on a ticket to see this. Total garbage. I'm ashamed of myself for sitting through the whole thing. I just wanted to cry. Horrible. I'm not feeling like that, but, you know, that's too much. I'm just saying it was okay. It was, you know, my daughter's seen it. She's 14 and she said it was really good and she doesn't understand why I didn't like it as much as she did. She thought it was great. Wow. So there we go. So in a way, this is
1: your way of winning the argument by putting it down in recorded form where your daughter does not have any chance to return her opinion.
0: No, she. I'm. I'm just saying. She really liked it. She thought it was great. She. She loved it. Okay, cool. She shouldn't um, have seen my... it. I would. I wouldn't have let her see it. She watched it on a sleepover. But I probably Ooh. wouldn't have let her see it because there's too much stabbins. Too much of that stabbins.
1: Yeah. My last meh is um, the day shall come.
0: The day shall, shall come. come. Uh, what is that about, Ian?
1: It's um, Here's the official synopsis. The official synopsis. An impoverished preacher who brings hope to the Miami projects has offered cash to save his family from eviction. He has no idea his sponsor works for the FBI who planned to turn him into a criminal by fueling his madcap revolu- revolutionary ideas. It's the latest film from uh, director Chris Morris. Um, basically, oh, okay. it's the Four Lions follow-up. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, though, it's not... I mean, I was never an enormous fan of Four Lions as much as like maybe I like Brass Eye and the day-to-day. But Four Lions was funny, I just think in a more mainstream way and a more movie way than Brass Eye was. So okay. it's kind of finessed and turned into something that can be quickly sort of put into film form. Uh, so Four Lions, you can see, was a good film, whereas... With this, I was struggling quite a lot to find, like, put it this way, imagine the scene. In the cinema, you've got almost complete silence. Apart from your rustling of revels. No, apart from one audience member on the far left side of the screening room, where he's on my row, and he's laughing at everything that he gets.
0: (laughs) Important distinction.
1: Like Not funny things, just making sure that everybody else in the room is aware that he gets why it is that way in the film. Meanwhile, okay. everyone else is silent. So like, the gags didn't land, and I know that it's not sort of um, Benny Hill-level comedy in Brass Eye or Four Lions. <laughs> I, like, I, like, are... I like how Benny Hill
0: is your... <laughs> comedy <laughs> reference point. <laughs> comedy reference for something that would make an audience absolutely... Crack off. <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine if like a so hill thing crowd pleaser? Yeah, yeah, crowd pleaser. Okay, okay, enough. carry on. Um, <laughs> I hill. think I've said enough now.
1: Um, so um anyway, that's it was it was um, yeah, I think it was struggling a little bit with trying to prove the point about how the FBI have done this in real life. With a ludicrous setup that is insane that things like this, not exactly like this, but that the FBI have set up such madcap scenarios in order to prove that people who are not terrorists are terrorists in order to keep quotas up. But it felt like there was too much of that and not enough of what you expect from a Chris Morris film. There was no scathing sarcasm, irony, humour. It was just... What it was.
0: So well, I, I'm just glad that um, outside of the Fast and the Furious um, series, that Ludacris can find a career in Hollywood. Next. <laughs> um, okay, on. so we're we're on we're on in the no zone. No. And I, I've I've got a couple. Um, I'm just going to go through one that. I just thought it was... It was bad. It was really bad. It was It 2. It part 2. It was bad, bad, bad. Um, Ian, I nearly... I nearly walked out. And it's... It's 169 minutes. It's the longest horror film given a wide theatrical release. Um, And it was just tedious. And there was no... No joy to be had and you can go back Lidicrous. and to, you can go back and listen to a previous episode of the podcast where I'd seen it part one and I was raving about it. I was like, this is great. Love In it. your words, you were gushing. I was right. gushing. Um I I just absolutely hated it. I thought it's Absolute. it's one of the worst one of the worst films I've seen in a long, long time. Um, it, it felt like a TV movie. Um, and it was just... If you've seen it... It's the most tedious... Pacing you can imagine. It's basically like... Um, the kids have to get together. So instead of like... One scene of getting the adults back together... Instead of like one scene... They have six separate scenes... Of the kids all getting their own scene, getting a phone call, showing a bit of their life. And that, and that goes on six times. And each one is, you know, long. It's not a short scene. And then they all get back together and have a scene together. And they've got a, they've got this mission to do. They've all got to go and get like, um, like an object or, or something like that from their childhood. So then individually, they all go back and, scene by scene, so it's not even interwoven. It's just one scene ends, the next child the next like, you know, character scene begins. They go back to a childhood place. Spooky event happens. They flash back to the childhood trauma. Another monster thing happens. They get the object. And then it moves on to the exact same sequence of events but with the next character. I'm bored just listening to your description of it. I know, but it it just, it's the way that it does it. And like how, just Ian, I was so bored. (laughs) I was so bored. Me too. Uh,
1: I haven't actually seen it. I haven't seen it. This movie could
0: have used some serious trimming in the editing room.
1: Get the hairdressers in. This movie (laughs) needs a
0: trim. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that was that. And what's your no? What's your big um, no? I'm looking through my list, and I
1: actually don't really have a list of nos. I had a couple of mes, um but instead, I've got a very sort of short list of things that I've watched recently on streams that are um, sort of good ones that I've watched in recent weeks or this year. So I could. Go so all this
0: build, all this build up to the you know the big negative section that people are really they've paid their ticket price for, and you've got nothing. I'm always always defying
1: expectations. People think I'm going to be the negative Nancy. I'm just here with things that people can immediately go and stream if they haven't already.
0: Okay. Do you want to do um, a final no from you? Do you have any more? It was Godzilla's uh, King of Monsters. (laughs) I mean, he didn't make it, but it was Godzilla King of Monsters. (laughs) Um, Auteur filmmaker Godzilla is back. We're king of monsters. <laughs> um, official synopsis: recreations of. I don't think this is the official synopsis. It's it's that Though recreations of God. Uh. I, I, I think I think this is I think this is more likely the uh, the violence. Um. So there's some scary recreations of Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah that may scare some. Also, un, uh, also expected destruction and peril and a devastating but unexplicit. Body count, um, from the body count kids. in the house. Body counts in the house. Um, there was some swearing to sort of keep, you know, keep the dads in the room happy. Uh, there were two utterances <laughs> of the expletive fuck. Uh, some uses of swear words such as shit, hell, bitch, damn, and ass, which shit I seem counts. to remember as look at the ass on that, on that dragon. Um, a chunk of which is said by a teen um, and, and a young teen flips off the human villain um, and I seem to remember like the director being like hey man people are going to lose their freaking minds with the ending of this film and it was just bad and like I remember you you saying it just looks like Eleven sort of doing the having the mad mind one uh, screaming and and having a nosebleed and and Ian, I hate to say it, but you were you were right. That was I was Spot really on. drained. I was really drained by this film.
1: You were like eleven after
0: a big uh, scream. <laughs> after a big mind, <laughs> a heavy after a heavy mind session. <laughs> I was really drained by this film. It it but it is. Uh, it was, it was really bad. Um, don't watch it. Some good special effects, though. <laughs> but pretty bad. Okay. Ian, give me a list of good things you can stream right now. It might cheer me up. I wish I could stream right
1: now. Um, we talked about Godzilla and uh, monster movies in our archives. People should go and check those out just before I give those updates. Don't watch Am them. I right?
0: Yeah, you're right. Are you okay? okay? Are can you okay? I'm just... I'm putting myself back in the situation where I was watching Godzilla in it too and I'm, I'm just not in a good place. Thinking- okay, well, our recommendation instead of that then is go back in our archives and listen
1: to episode 77, Giant Monster Movies. It's a good one. Um, for me, very quickly, some uh, good streams. I watched uh, The Great Hack, which came out this I've year. I've seen that, it's yeah, a it was good. So it
0: was a, a, an enthralling it- and eye-opening watch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just, this is not
1: an official synopsis, but it describes it. Uh, the Great Hack is a 2019 documentary film.
0: The official description. description.
1: <laughs> <laughs> about the first book, Cambridge Analytica data scandal, uh, produced and directed by Jehan Nojame and Karim Aymer. Um, it was released on Netflix on July 24th. Um, it's really good. It follows. Um, a couple of different people who were kind of embroiled in the whole scandal. It um, follows somebody called Brittany Kaiser, who was um, involved at Cambridge Analytica and by the looks of it's kind of on the run throughout most of the film. Um, There's a lot about like whether she feels like she's uh, acted ethically or not. Um, It also follows um, an investigative journalist at the Guardian called Carol Cadwalder had kind of a yeah, yeah um she is kind of the center point of it and then does some ted talks about what the um the, the the data sharing problem and losing your data is the big next big human rights crisis um and it's just eye-opening some of the stuff about the meddling that was done very simply by outside forces um to stir up like uh problems in western nations so i think the example that was most um extreme to me was people from other countries creating fake pages that were kind of aligned with the black lives matter movement and then they would create these like rallies but then the same people would then also be creating like sort of alternate demonstrations against the rallies just to create sort of flashpoints in one place so um yeah crazy stuff um, I would recommend it it's on Netflix yep recommended agreed recommended um, I think most of the other things that I've got on my watch list here are things that came out late 2018
0: but have only become available on streams well recently. quick, quickly we've run out of time so you're going to have to quickly zip through the list American Animals did you see it
1: no do you know about it no okay the official synopsis Um, just give me one second a bunch of animals that live in America (laughs) and that'll do Um, no so it's a the official synopsis four young men mistake their lives for a movie and attempt one of the most audacious heists in US history it's really cool because they've got the dramatisation part but then they also have the real life people who were convicted of the crime doing parts in it and then at the very end it kind of shows you what's become of them it's quite a nice blend of like sort of documentary and movie. Um, and
0: nice. Yeah, I think I'll leave it there. Uh, are you looking forward to anything that's coming out? You know, in the in the near future.
1: The Irishman apparently came out on the eighth of November, but the
0: reviews are only really coming out
1: now, by the looks of it. So okay. I'm keen to see that. I've heard it's great. I saw five star, five star, five star.
0: Are you going to watch it in one sitting, or are you going to split it up into two or three? The Irishman yeah it's like about three hours long
1: I mean I'm going to go to the cinema I'm going to grin and bear it
0: okay. okay what about you
1: have, have you seen it and are you keen
0: uh, I'm well, very keen but I'm probably going to split it up into at least one 90 minute chunk and then see how it goes after that
1: okay are you going to leave after that 90 minutes
0: uh, well we'll watch it on Netflix oh I didn't realise it was on Netflix what oh, yeah it's a Netflix movie alright jeez yeah I wanted to go see it in the cinema. Yeah, it's on Netflix uh, this weekend, I believe. This okay. weekend being probably way after this is uh, released, so it's probably Oh no. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe I will look at settings then. And then
1: finally, the next in the Star Wars uh, franchise, the final of the third trilogy. What are your thoughts?
0: Um, yeah, I'm I'm keen to see it. Um, uh, you know me, I, I liked... The Last Jedi, much to your uh, annoyance. I'm hoping that it it goes out with a a, a decent wrap up to it all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna go and see it on the on the biggest screen possible. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm excited.
1: I too am excited. I think this I think this one could be a really good one.
0: Do you know I which one? That... Uh, do you know what I'm excited about? Uh, the Lighthouse. Explain. Robert Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe are two oh uh, lighthouse Jesus. keepers. I, th- I thought you were talking about a lighthouse in Star Wars. No, no, because I, I, th- I think, you know what? Like, look, yeah, I haven't got anything to say about Star Wars. I'm excited about it. I'll go and see it. You'll get my opinion on it. I think it looks good. The trailers have been okay. Um, I think the trailers
1: make it seem very epic. I think the score helps it sound... Like it's coming to an end, an epic ending. Yeah. The score, I think the score included on the trailers
0: has been very good. Um, it's, it's nice that they've included the score with the trailers. Correct.
1: But yeah. We're no, gone. I'm. I'm Tell really looking forward to the
0: uh, the lighthouse. Yeah, I think I think if if there's one that I'm looking forward to the most um, that's coming out within you know the next few weeks, it would it would be that one. I absolutely can't wait to see that uh, that movie. Um, I think it's going to be a real good one. Explain uh, to those who may not know what the lighthouse is, what it's so all about. So this is a, a Robert Eggers film, um, and what, he did the witch. Well, he did the witch with uh, ah, Finchy from the Office, um, and it's it's a it's a black and white movie. I think it looks like it's shot in maybe four three ratio. It's black and white. It looks quite Nosferatu y um, in its cinematography, and it's basically about two uh, lighthouse keepers that go kind of stir crazy in a lighthouse. Um, and there may be Do you want the official of... synopsis? The official synopsis! Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. I think that's pretty much what I said by the year. Um, and I think you know. it's just about, yeah, two guys going, you know, getting cabin fever together. Um, and it, it just looks really good. I've watched the trailer a number of times. Whoa. I really like the, uh, the advertising campaign for it. I think Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson both look like they're putting in career bests. Um, I'm, I'm keen as mustard. That's a BB. <laughs> That's they're both putting in BBs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keen as
1: mustard. Um, okay, talking about, about two guys who are um, going
0: to start crazy with one another... Shall we end this podcast? We can end it, but I've just got—I've just got a quick quiz for you. The quick oh. fire, its the quick fire round. It'll be over in in about thirty seconds. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you the first name, and you're going to give me the surname. Okay. You know this quiz ready. by now. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Robert. Pattinson. Correct. Julia. I was going to say Caesar. <laughs> Ju- um, Julia. Lou Dreyfus. Roberts. Oh. Robert. Redford. De Niro. Billy. Piper. Crudup. Robert. <laughs> Pattinson. He thought he had him. I know, but you've had fucking Robert three times. I <laughs> <laughs> lots of Roberts. Robert.
1: Um. Um, Mortimer
0: Duval Billy Piper Crystal Pamela Anderson Correct Robert (laughs) Pattinson Downey Jr (laughs) Henry Hoover Cavill Robert Redford England oh you got two you got two out of ten there it was close on that last one you got two out of ten there how were you close on the last one well i mean i named a robert (laughs) yeah true uh you were 50 percent of the way there uh do you want to do you want to wrap it up yeah um
1: thanks (laughs) that's it no, if you'd like to get in touch with us, go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film. If you uh don't use Facebook then you can look at look us up at GOF Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us at guys on at gmail.com. And that's all correct. Uh well
0: recited. This'll
1: be this'll be the last one this year. Maybe. So we, see, might we might do we might slip another one in.
0: Mandy Man, said that's sp- what
1: she said. Oh, your special move. Um okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, bye. Maybe bye for twenty nineteen. Let's slip another one in. <coughs> bye Mandy. Bye. Oh shit, I've not been recording. Uh what?